Well, this is it's going in. Would you? Uh, how do you want to start this one? Hi, baby. Well, hello. Who's sitting beside you? This is our guest for the evening. Sweet. He is the he's the co-author of my life. Aww. Aww. <laughs> aww. and everybody say aww. aww. This is that. Uh, <laughs> Dwayne Tonnercheck. Hi, everybody. Yeah, some people might know him as the Bridge City Creep. It's his solo musical endeavor. I like it. I didn't know that. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, now you know. I didn't know that, Dwayne. You gotta get out more. (laughs) Hey, shit, I'll just pop on down Friday nights to Buds with you guys. Yeah, so Dwayne, he doesn't really have a bio that he wants to kind of put out there, but yeah, you're a musician. I am a musician and an instructor and a composer um, and a landlord, but that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. (laughs) Oh, might. Does it make your life more vibrant to have your mortgage paid? Well, Okay, I guess on a very surface level, uh, the stress of uh, making mortgage payments has never really dogged me down. Very um, good. By having a renter, I uh, I uh, don't pay uh, interest on my mortgage because the uh, essentially the uh, the renter is paying the interest and uh, my utilities. Let's put it that way. So vibrancy, vibrant. Yeah, I'm vibrating. <laughs> I've had a lot of caffeine too. <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah. I was going to say, are you our first male guest? But you're not. I think we're pretty split. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. He's number three. Number hey. three. Yeah. Yeah. But our first more personal guest. That's right. Yeah. So I guess. Um, we can ask you a few questions. I will answer them. As you know, more or less, this uh, podcast is about getting people to share what makes them vibrant mm-hmm. and excited about life, what they do. So what you got going on in your life that makes you excited and what you feel excited and ecstatic and vibrant about. Well, let's start real general. Um, spending time with people I value, which means you. Awesome. Yeah. I'm friends. Out. Our friends and acquaintances are, they, they add vibrancy to, uh, to our story. And, uh, but mainly the things we share, you know? Yeah. I haven't had that before. So I've been missing that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So that's where I'd start. Awesome. Yeah. What about, um, I'm just going to do this the whole part. Aww. <laughs> Me too. Aww. So what about um, a lot of the people that we know together are through the music scene. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're both um, 
we're both participants in the music scene and Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. but uh, in different ways. So I'm a I'm a groupie dancer. <laughs> Sounds just fucking terrible, hey? He's <laughs> here. <laughs> and uh, he's actually a musician that plays in a lot of bands. And uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Do you enjoy playing music? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's gotten better and better. Um, there was a point in time where I felt that I was playing music but not really getting a lot out of it. And I slowly started to eliminate the things that I thought interfered with that. But one of the things that's kind of come to the surface is having stronger connections with the people that I'm working with. Mm. A lot of people that I, uh, you know, like a great example, um, when I was much younger um, and there was still a thing called going on the road, which meant you would um you would get yourself a vehicle usually a a a school bus that was about a year away from the graveyard (laughs) and you would travel about and you would live in a different town or city for each week and play every night sunday was traveling so during this time which i was very excited about when i was in high school but when i graduated and it happened it was far from rewarding it was actually dismal. And the people that I was associated with, I didn't have anything to do with. These were people that were supposedly my friends, but we we really had no connection whatsoever. So it was actually terrible. But now I feel much more connected to the people that uh, that I'm involved with making music with. So I think in, on that ground, it's not only more enjoyable, but one could argue that the music is more enjoyable because it's coming from people who have a connection because the connection how did you get the connection what'd you do how did you get the connection how'd you change it oh i think that just comes with growing older and valuing (laughs) people more valuing experiences more um seeing the positive in things you know it used to be some somewhat of a sometimes a negative thing where you'd be like oh you know I don't really feel like doing this and so you you kind of would be going into it with a with a poor attitude and over time I think you got to embrace the idea that this is a a special uh, opportunity to have a a good time with people Mm -hmm. yeah changes your outlook and it affects your affects your story affects your your flow you know that's one of the things that tony is uh very adamant about that we need a tribe right we need yep we, it's you can't do everything alone i mean some things you can right but if you have like a good healthy tribe of we use the word tribe but some people don't like it and uh but you know, if you have a good collection of people, I got in shit for that word. So maybe we should come up with a good. You get in shit for it? Yes, cultural oh. creation. So we should call it gather. I don't know. A gathering. It's your team. Your team. That's a perfect word. Oh. I always call our team our team. Uh-huh. Yeah, but there's no I in team. <laughs> Whereas in tribe, there's one right in the middle. <laughs> oh. There's a try and there's a bee. Hey? <laughs> I'm going to stir the pot today talking about this, but there's Celtic tribes too. But anyways, we'll do that. Yeah, it's true. 
yeah it doesn't have to be all offensive no or, no it doesn't but you know um this uh this might be an interesting talk because even though Dwayne does some really amazing stuff and he writes his own music and he's created and composed a lot of his own stuff the three of us actually are uh kind of on the same page with some things we won't get into the details of it because it, we want to remain a little bit mysterious <laughs> but the three of us have experienced something together where it's really shifted the way we see things and the way we want to proceed forth in this planetary experience and I was telling Dwayne that maybe we could talk about some of that without talking about it you know what I mean well I think we could ultimately we could say red lipstick babes is the thing because of the thing because of the mysterious thing that yeah. we like really we started talking again and then you told me about the thing and mm-hmm. and he introduced me to the thing because <laughs> he accidentally found it poking out of a thing <laughs> it just sounds terrible i love it so here and it's not we abandoned tribe and everybody's gonna wonder when cult comes in <laughs> yeah. we're not part of a cult we just like use not eyes huh? yes <laughs> but not yeah that's it's, not a, it's a belief yeah, it's not even a belief system i don't we're not trying to be mysterious but it wouldn't serve no purpose to get deep into it right now right it's true. And, you know, as, as, as soon as you talk about where you get your, your value from, I feel that that's where people get lost on things and yeah. then they don't really like soak up the message. So well, do you, do you guys feel that at this point, like, I know we're reviewing it continually, but that we have enough that we're pulling out of the vortex that we could never review it again and still have changed lives. I think. 100 percent, 100%. like uh, i'm always considering the messages i don't know about you I, oh yeah i mean it's it's affected me and and but i think it affected me a lot because i was resonating in a certain way that i was already kind of headed in that direction it was just affirmation of something that i was already feeling you know, mm-hmm. I mean, here, this, this is my best way of saying it without really getting into what, what we're talking about too deep. But uh, when I was a little kid, I went to Disneyland. My parents took me, I was like, I don't know, somewhere in the, in the summer that I turned four. So I might've been three, almost four, or just barely four, who cares? Anyway, there was this ride where you're in a boat and you've got a steering wheel. And I was so excited because I thought that I was controlling that boat. Of course, I had my head up my ass because (laughs) Disneyland was controlling that boat. (laughs) Now, I am the captain of my own ship and I realize that we are the captains of our own ships and we have to take that, that upon ourselves in just about everything we do. But I think too many people are sitting in a boat that's steered by Disneyland or whoever and they might have their hands on the wheel, but uh, they are not directing that boat. Or they don't even know someone else is directing their boat, right? Oh yeah, like me when I was when I was four, 
because yeah. I thought I was doing it. Exactly. Well, that's that's actually a really good analogy. Well, thank you for noticing. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, no problem. <laughs> but no, that's a that's that's a really good analogy. And like, I know we left it kind of mysterious and elusive, <clears throat> but like the the way of thinking that we all kind of. I don't like saying subscribe, but the way of thinking that we all kind of participate in together because we all see it yeah. is basically like it's basically encouraging people to drop the victim consciousness and like really just even like let go of that. But it's really just encourages us each being aware of our own power and our own ability to steer our experience and then radiate that out to everybody am i am i on track kind of with that how, how would you describe it tony well i think i was just getting at the point that i think the reason we're not telling everyone exactly what it is is because you don't really need what we had to get it <laughs> yeah that's right in essence, like the three of us could go hang out somewhere and give it to someone without giving it to someone, right? So that's I think right. that's what I'm getting at now, but yeah. I don't know how I'm describing it. And, but then I also know there's other things that are similar to what we're talking about. So it's really just this energetic that we're all stepping in into, but I'm curious with you here, Duane, if you're finding even that men receive it different than women, right? Well, I, yeah, I guess. Um, you would see it more probably in, he's, he's a teacher as well. Yeah. So you probably see it maybe more with kids. Kids. But even like if you're trying to share it, are mostly, most of your bandmates, I'm assuming, are men. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Do the they, how do they react to your new vibration as opposed to women? So I'm just curious because being women, I, I can't, I can't project it as a man. So, how do you find this message is being received on the male end? From our male friends. I, I couldn't tell you what they're receiving. It's, well, it's really interesting because um, we were talking about this yeah. recently. And because we have attempted to kind of share, well, he has more so. I guess I have too a little bit. Um, he has attempted to share this message and this energy with some of our male friends and um i feel we feel that you tony are like the only other person who's really really like grasped it and really like resonated with it and the and i think that the reason why like because we have the same friend group so i can comment on this not to hijack your response but but I'm going to hijack it anyway. It's, uh, I think that, you know how it is. If you get talking to people about shit, even like this coffee stuff, we said we weren't going to talk about it, but yeah, even, sorry, even the coffee stuff listening to this. <laughs> or anything, right? Like if you, um, if you're selling, like, if you want to, if, if you want to talk about like this awesome, like olive oil that you use, it gets preachy. Do you know what I mean? No. Like it's it can sound preachy, even though that's not what you're intending. So I wonder if people sometimes like 
eh, it's because it's just preachy almost. Okay, but here's my thought. So I was thinking more, do you think people are receiving you different now that you have this message internalized within you doing? That's more what I'm getting at. I, I would say that, I mean, a part of part of my flow has changed not only due to um, experiences uh, <clears throat> from outside that are, are helping me to <laughs> shift my paradigm, shall we say, um, but also the connection that, that we've uh, engaged in has oh, yeah. also raised up, um, you know, I think my vibration level has gone up and I can't say it's one or the other, but more everything that's happening, right? And it's affecting other things that I'm doing. So those things are also raising. And how are people reacting to it uh, or receiving it? I think on some level, people may notice that there's a shift in energy and uh, it's causing some people to try to, to um, maybe up their game a little bit in, in whatever way they can, right? totally i would i see that yeah yeah here's my thought lately this week you guys can see what you think i don't really care if anyone ups their game anymore <laughs> yeah we were just talking about that i don't care if anyone ups their game and i don't mean that meanly we're freaking red lipstick babes and we're about joy and vibrancy but more i i just want the three of us to have fun. does that make sense like if we have fun and we raise our vibrancy if you want some, here's the team. If you don't, we still like you too. I don't know. I yeah. It's we're talking about that now, right? It's almost like this is the vortex. This is whatever the fuck we call it, right? This is the vibration that we resonate with because it gives us a freedom and a level of joy and connection. I haven't even met Dwayne people, but I feel like I have, right? Like, <laughs> hi, I'm Tony. Um, but um, I think even maybe when I first started embracing all this, it was like, oh, people really need to know about this and they've got to change and they'll shift. And now it's like, ah. Yeah, we were totally just talking about that, right? <clears throat> it, yeah. You know, the, my thing with this, don't even call it this. My thing is, is if you embrace vibrancy and confidence and joy and passion and excitement for life and you want to do amazing for you, and for your own realm, then that's going to radiate off of you like a bonfire. And then people are going to be like, I told him yesterday, people will see that bonfire from across the field and they'll be like, oh my God, what is that? You know what I mean? So they'll just be naturally drawn to the exuberance <clears throat> of it. You, I, I can totally see people becoming more attracted to this, um, this flow. And, and, and the, the converse to that, uh, if that's the correct way to state it, um, is people distancing. There are people in my life who um, want space. And I think it's it's the opposite of attracting what you want. You're also pushing away what you don't need. Yeah. I totally. love that's so true. Yep. 100. Mm -hmm. And it's healthy, right? Yeah. Well, it's totally. healthy. Or do you just shine and some people can't handle the shine and that's not my problem. Totally. Well, not, that's not really our problem. If you can't handle our shine, then until you can, you go do what you need to do. 
whatever the reason, if, if the, the, the uh, people or situations that maybe carried bad energy are moving away from you, whether they are doing it out of some sort of a, it's like, I don't like what's happening here or whether they don't even know why it's happening one way or the other, it's making more room to bring in what you want because you're getting rid of the things that you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should be so lucky to do the same thing in my home. <laughs> it's a little, say, a little cluttered. Decluttering. But, uh, yes. We learned that in school. I, I feel like energetically we're decluttering um, our lives a little bit with uh, certain certain aspects of our life that just don't need to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you think too, it's like a think you two are together and you have the same essential belief system. So that's already a team in itself. It really, who gives a shit if anyone comes along in a nice way. I don't mean that meanly. I hope people find this if they want it. It's beautiful, but it's almost like we're good. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. It's like I was telling my parents the other day, actually, um, it's very uh, enjoyable to have a partner where you get each other on that <clears throat> deeper level and you can talk about things of like sincere fucking value. Yeah. Whereas like I found, I don't know about you, in the past but for me and maybe you Tony I find that like you want to go there with people but you can't you know you can't go all the way with people or you can't like go to the level that you want with a lot of people and it's not a big deal it's like whatever right but like to meet somebody where you totally can and then they bring stuff to the table and it's like oh my god and then you bring more stuff to the table and it's like oh my god you know, and then to have a friend to do that with, there's like a triad of us now. And even to explain it, because going back to the coffee thing today, even when she was talking to us, well, are you sure you two want to work together? I'm like, if you don't understand the complexity of this, it's, I don't know, I can't even explain what I have with you to someone. It's like, yeah, that's not even an issue. That's just not an issue anymore, right? It's because this is a person who's I don't know our souls connect now so even if humanity shows up it's just a whole different well we're playing a whole different game now totally right yeah and I think um I don't know like that the three of us we have this common thread I mean we have other common threads obviously but this uh obviously we dress cool and (laughs) yeah we're hot. We have great hair, all three of us. <laughs> yeah, don't bring me into that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh-huh. But you know, it's like um, I don't feel I don't feel like we're on a mission. However, I do feel that we are here to like light this place up. And if people want to be lit up or not, isn't of any consequence to us, right? Well, when she says that, Dwayne, light this place up, what would that mean to you? Yeah. When you say... Like, we're here to light this place up. And be these bonfires. Well, I would agree. But for our own benefit, right? Because we get joy out of it. 
as opposed to, oh, you know, we have to change. People. We have these, yeah. this, this situation, these people need to change. It's just, uh, it's, there's enjoyment for us to be in, in an environment that we create for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And whether it's in our homes or in our coffee shops, mm-hmm. in our restaurants, our, our bookstores, our bars, it's like we, roll the way we want to even in the supermarket we're dancing around when we go to get cookies i know she does that too <laughs> we were dancing down the aisle yeah i love it i love it don't the staff's like how do you want to leave the aisle but i also want to watch <laughs> maybe that's our age too but um <laughs> how do you think we explain that you guys to people because i think there's a big thing out there in the even in the new age or spiritual world where you have a mission and you're here for a reason and you were put on this planet to change the earth. And I think we're switching that narrative a little and people don't necessarily love that. So how do you explain that? Yeah, I, I guess I can comment on that more. Um, well, you can as well, but I think, I think part of the way that I think part of the shifting of the paradigm that needs to happen is it needs to be more, I don't know, there needs to be more of a shift towards doing it differently. Do you know what I mean? And like doing it, thinking you're on a mission and you're on this fucking hero's journey all the time. It's like, no, no, you're not Neo. You're not Neo from the Matrix. So, <laughs> you know, you're not the hero of the story. I like, I don't know that that could cause some controversy, but I think part of the way of doing it differently is inclusiveness for everybody and everybody. Like I'm a huge supporter of this idea that we all have our ways of being bonfires and, you know, lighting up our own lives. And I don't know if that's even answering your question at all. It's just we doing it differently is kind of the theme for me anyway. What do you think? Do you have anything to say about that? Well, I think, yeah, we don't need to be the, the hero of, uh, uh, but, and, you know, I guess that's the whole thing we do need to kind of be the hero of our own lives, you know? That's true for yourself, right? Like for your own. It's not like, like we're out there to change the world to make it a better place. That might actually happen, but, uh, but it's not the purpose. It's not like we are, um, I, I was going to do air quotes, but I realized that's terrible, right? <laughs> I did that all day long. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, you know, it's it's not like we've been somehow chosen to make the world a better place. We've been we've all been chosen to make our own world a better place. And that that most of us don't actually hear that that call. Um that we kind of sit there and just carry on with our existence, however we might be flowing and not realize that we could be the hero of our own story, I think is, is sad. You know, if I, if I, 
paint my house a, a wonderful, uh, vibrant color. It's not because I'm trying to make the neighborhood look better because I think the neighborhood looks shitty. It's because I want my house to look like amazing. And in that respect, I think more people might start to go, I want my house to look a bit amazing. But there's always going to be somebody who's going to be giving your house an ugly look every time they drive by going, you know, they just ruined this whole neighborhood because it was better when everything was gray. Yeah. But that being said, I think the thing that I was getting at is that is totally 100% on point. And then what if somebody gets really vibrant off of having a gray house because it looks really nice to them, right? So there has to be that inclusiveness where it's like, hey, you can totally do vibrant because that's for you, like a vibrant, crazy ass color of well, your house. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're wrong. Anyone that has a gray house is not vibrant. <laughs> you know, I think of my parents and my parents always, they would paint their house, uh, the inside of the house, every room. Like when it, when the winds of change were blowing and it was time to sell the house, they never seemed to care about creating something that mattered to them the the goal was to get the best resale out of the house so i don't see vibrancy in that i just see uh purpose and purpose for the sense of efficiency right it's like well you know if we pick the right colors we'll get more money so we got to pick neutral colors our real estate agent advised us and and it's not even about what they want anymore it's mm-hmm. just about what makes the most sense. That's true. Yeah, people live that way, even in their house for 10. Well, the resale value someday. Really? What if you live in that house for 20 years and they won't? Yeah, I have a story of that because you were in my house before I sold it and it was all different colors. And then when I moved to Vancouver, we hired the painter and she painted it all white. And then they showed me, they're like, oh, look at Tony. You'll love the house now. You're going to feel like you want to move back. And I'm like, no. <laughs> No, thank you. You sterilized it for me. I'm good. Well, that, see, that's, that's it. That's that like, thought. Oh, look at we freshened it up and we got rid of your weird colors and it's perfect now. It's like everybody else's house. Nia, no thanks. I think like for me personally, I'm okay with vibrancy, but I can also see the pleasure in having tranquil colors for a soothing atmosphere, right? So that's what I mean when it's like, there's different things that are going to speak to different people because somebody I, I have I happen to know a lady who loves white everything in her space is white and all of her shit's white and all of her clothes are white and it's like she's so vibrant in that and it's That's like different than what Dwayne was saying because she loves white she's not doing white because the realtor down the road told her exactly. she someday she might sell her dress and everyone only was so I think then the point of it is to really find out what you want uh-huh. and to be able to tap into that, right? Yeah. More so than like, is it just for holding, holding on to this idea of resale value or, or you know, um, some kind of like false value mm. system? Getting, getting your vehicle and, and picking the color because the the uh the car dealer told you that this one doesn't show the dirt as much it's like so your whole decision process is about you know i mean i use that as an example it's like it's it it seems to be devoid of any particular emotion or joy it just seems to be about what makes sense 
and what would be most efficient. And I don't know if we're here to lead efficient, make sense lives. I think we're supposed to, we're supposed to shine a little bit. You know, you could be on a budget that says you can't go to a restaurant because you only have this amount of money. And, but what if on that particular day, it's like you're feeling that desire to have that experience so much and you deny it because it just doesn't fit your budget. It's like, you know what? Screw it. Go to the restaurant and have a good experience because you can feel that you're going to. And then next time, you know, on your new budget, just, you know, don't go to the restaurant if you're only kind of feeling like it. It's like, well, I budgeted going to the restaurant twice this month, so I guess I better go. You don't feel like it. Make yourself a, make yourself a salmon sandwich and chill out at home right and save up until it feels like you really want to go for it you know not be limited by the restrictions we place on ourselves totally and I think that's what you and I are kind of interested in sharing with people right is this idea of tuning into your your sense of instinct and intuition and your own desire and joy and passion and what makes you happy and going with that flow right yeah. And then how do you tell people? So for instance, have you always dressed and styled yourself the way you wanted both of you? Um, presenting myself in clothing, I was limited by what I thought was available. So it's opened up a lot, but it's opening up your mind to um, seeing the possibilities and exploring them um, and not being afraid. I think at a certain point, a lot has changed for me because my, my lifestyle choices have forced me to stop being afraid, right? I put myself into environments where I wasn't able to um, be insecure and uh, withdrawn. And I put myself in those situations, I thought, because I had no choice, I had to make a living. But in, in there's room there for, for saying that maybe energetically on some subconscious level, uh, somebody wanted to push me into areas so that I wouldn't be restricted. And once you don't feel afraid to be yourself, then you can be yourself uh-huh. all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. So then are we saying do it afraid? What's that? Do it afraid? Do it afraid? Uh-huh. What do you think? Not for us, not in the level we're at, but that's like, I'll like, for instance, today, Kimberly, someone had said to us, um, if she's listening, I won't say your name, but I could never wear red lipstick. Sure. You could, I didn't used to wear it. And how do, how did I change that? I wore it. Right. But you have to push yourself through these boundaries. Cause I know people will ask that. Well, how, how did you push yourself? How did you do it? How did you step out? It's not always comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, and that's always uh, getting us back to the concepts we talked about earlier. I mean, it starts with a thought. And if that thought is, I can't do that, or, uh, you know, no, that wouldn't work for me, then it's like, then it won't. And there you go, right? You just, you wrote your story. But if you write a story that says, this is what's going to happen, and that's just the way it is, then that that's the story, right? Mm-hmm. You get to write it. Everything's in pencil too, so you can erase things and and change things along the way, right? Yep. What do you think of this guy? He's pretty cool, hey? He's pretty cool. I already knew he was because I've heard many stories of how cool he is. 
<laughs> but it's be. true though. You Plus, have to sit next to me if I'm not. Exactly. <laughs> she could she'd only attract cool. Well, you know, um it's so what you asked before about having a partner <clears throat> that kind of has the same right. We both if we both <clears throat> think like that, you got it's you got two people coming together who think like that who are able to create their own realities and write their own story in a conscious way. Uh And so now it's like, well, I know you are like that because I was observant when we were hanging out together at school. It's like you and I were on similar pages. So we've reconnected and now we have a triad of people thinking like that. Do you know what I mean? And so I feel like things kind of just multiply from there, even if you don't see it. Uh Like this guy teaches... um, music music you teach music you teach children oh yeah of all ages and you like he talks about this stuff without talking about it do you know what i mean Uh well yeah you're creating magic for people or he's opening up the doors for people to create magic yeah sometimes it's nothing more than just walking into an environment being yourself and uh people recognize you know i mean I'm talking about going into school systems and, you know, kids, kids are attracted to seeing something that is open and free because they're very, their minds are still very creative. And unfortunately the people I have to work with aren't as excited about it, but that's okay. Cause I don't care. Right. I'll check that. The kids are more important. I mean, all these people um, in the schools who are working on administrative levels or 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 my so-called peers or colleagues or whatever they are they're they have their their eye on on retirement and and uh you know and retirement to me is is uh just you know getting a shovel and finding a plot you know to start (laughs) to start digging um but the kids aren't looking at retirement the kids are looking at what is my life going to look like? So that's who you want to influence. And I really don't care if they actually learn anything like, Hey, did you get better at long division? It's like, maybe, maybe not. That probably isn't what's really important about my presence in the room on that day. No, and not at all anymore. Don't you think it's so much more about energetics? Really? If you can run a freaking smartphone, you can learn anything that we learned. <clears throat> anything that Google lets you learn. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You get you have calculator at your hands, but it it can't teach joy. That's right. Yeah, and so. you know, like it's cool because he's a substitute, so he's like in and out of places. So he's like already kind of got this mystique and this excitement <clears throat> to him. I'm looks- like Johnny Appleseed with my <laughs> seats and just throw them everywhere and. Okay, Dwayne, let's put you on the hot seat because certain men in our life, like you, tell us we need to sum up what we're talking about. So tell, can you give us tips for our listeners of how they tap into vibrant? Yeah, like, did you hear that kind of? Sorry, the sound kind of sucks. Okay, like for, for instance, like we usually end each show with some tips on how to be vibrant. So we're going to put you in the hot seat because we always do it. Yeah, what would you what would you give? We usually give like three to five tips. Okay. Well, let's start with really specific stuff. Yeah. Okay. Since I'm 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 music oriented, I might as well head in that direction just briefly. But um 
I think I, I can't think of a person I've met who doesn't enjoy music. And that's because there's vibrations there. And I think vibrations are very healthy and they get more healthy if you're actually creating them. So I recommend everybody get themselves, you know, a cheap ass guitar and learn how to play a couple simple songs that they can just sing because the vibrations that come from your voice while you're doing it, it's very similar to like singing along with music. That's taking it up a step. You know, if we just listen to music, which most people do, um, you're, you're still connecting. You're connecting even more if you start creating your own vibrations that, that lock in with it, you know, just like maybe our energetic vibrations when they find uh, s- someone else to, to connect with. Yeah. That makes it more, you know, and if you could take it a step further, you know, I mean, making up your own songs is something anybody can do. And then you're vibrating with your own ideas. So I recommend everybody can do that just on a very simple level, nothing too complex. You don't have to compare yourself to some musical genius and go, well, I can never be that because that is probably a fact, right? But you could still benefit from the, from the, any vibration. It doesn't have to be complicated. So that's what I'd recommend to people. Cool. Anything else? Anything else? Um, you know, uh, dig in deep and try to find out what you really want and don't not, do it just because there's some reason um, that's standing in your way. You know, don't let logic step in the way and prevent anything from happening. You need some logic there. But a good example is we were talking about painting because we, uh, Kimberly and I painted a little bit last night. And uh, I had been talking about painting for years, but that always I always painted myself into a corner when I started talking about painting because it'd be like, well, I, I don't know how to do anything with painting. So I probably should sign up for some art classes. And every time I look into art classes, like that interferes with my schedule. There's no way I'm going to be able to do it. Maybe someday. Right. And maybe someday is not something I want written on my tombstone. Yeah. You know, so it's like, instead of waiting for an art class and logic stepping in, it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Just go do it anyway, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's pure joy and we're having fun. We don't paint like a lot, but it's a joyous thing to do, right? And it's a great way we could share time. Yeah. So, you know, find out what you want and make it happen. Even if you have to adjust how it looks, you know, you don't have to do it the way you envision doing it. If the way you envision doing it is an impossibility, find a way to do it that it's like, I can do that. I can have that vibration and I can do it on my own terms and it will happen as opposed to maybe someday. I like it. Do the thing. Do it. Mm-hmm. Do the thing, right? Yeah, I can't paint worth poop if you looked at the way other people look at it. If I I could envision a tree and that's not what comes out on the paper, but you can energetically paint anything, anything and enjoy it. Expression, right? Expression, yeah. You don't have to be, I was going to say Picasso, but he wasn't really that great. So you can be Picasso (laughs) Mm because it's not, it's not everything has to be perfect. You have to put your perfectionist away. Totally. Well, this is fun. This is fun. Wait till we meet in person one day, huh? Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to share? 
Um, hmm. I haven't thought of anything else. It's okay. Um, oh yeah, I guess one more thing. Um, we all know it and we all talk about it. it this revisited my experience um, because I keep getting called into this school where I end up teaching a health lesson, which means basically teaching some distilled uh, down uh, bullshit uh, about um, how how the body works, right? And And it's always peppered with a lot of things like, you know, a lot of uncertain words, I won't list them right now, but words that kind of keep it a little bit vague, like we don't absolutely know everything there is to know about diabetes today, right? You know, but one thing that keeps cropping up and always crops up is, um, you know, exercise and good eating, you know? And uh, so like, like the last time I was at the school, I was giving this dumbed down lesson about cancer. And again, peppered with, you know, based on the research that we have available to us and what we know, it's like, we don't know everything is basically the answer they give you, but they come up with this constant, you know, are you eating well and are you getting exercise? And I mean, we could add the sunshine into that, but what's a better place to exercise in, in the sun, right? Mm -hmm. So I always try to remind people that's an absolute that everybody agrees with. You know, it's like we none of these people in the schools are and, and none of us are, are scientists or researchers or doctors. We don't really know. And a lot of them don't either. Uh, but what we do know is there are things that, that we can, you know, immerse ourselves in that can make us feel good. You know, I feel that that my connection to I call it vibrational therapy, because it doesn't matter what I'm doing, I could just grab a guitar and play a couple old folk songs and sing them. And uh, it just raises my energy level. Um, but the same goes for exercise and good eating, we always feel good with those things. So I would say make sure that that you're ma making that a staple of your life. And not just because you're temporarily feeling awkward about how you look in the mirror. And uh, it's like, uh, I should probably do something about it. You know, you should be doing it for the energy. You know, the rest will come along with it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the mirror will catch up to you. Okay. <clears throat> totally. Yeah. And one day the mirror will catch up to you. So you might as well just do it for vibration. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, that's, um, key, that's very consistent with a lot of the messages that most of our guests have said, too, right? Like, that's beautiful. It is. That's why we have them on, because they're awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, this is really fun. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me on your, on your podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so nice to get other perspectives. And really, some people ask us about our story, but you're kind of part of it if we think about why we're together, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's, like fun to, it's fun to throw. We want to like bring all kinds of people into this mix, right? People who have something they're excited about and vibrancy that they want to share with people. And I was like, well, you've got a lot, man. So yeah. So I can't imagine seeing you guys together. There's got to be some major vibrations there. I agree. I love Inlil, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So if anyone says I can't do it where I'm at, wrong. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. I guess it's not that little, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> well, thanks. This was fun. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Vibrant. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it again. This is always on our podcast because Tony goes to hit end instead of stop. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh. Oh.